Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Hello, welcome to Mountain Wedding Talk. We're so excited you're here. We are super excited today because we have a couple of guests joining us, but I wanted to introduce you to who I am. I'm Patricia, and I have my partner in crime over in Montana. Oh, hi, I'm Erica. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have some special guests on um, on our podcast today, and I was so excited because what I did is I reached out in Facebook, and I was going to do this wonderful style shoot, so... Being new to Wyoming, I said, okay, let me just do it this way. Well, I found Sadie and it was so amazing. You know what I looked, so many people actually reached out, but once I captured on her website and saw her work, I just fell in love. So then I had the blessing of meeting Lizzie, who's part of the love story and um, studio as well. So I'm going to introduce you to Sadie. Hi. Yeah. So ladies, why don't we start with you, Sadie? Tell us a little bit about your journey. So Lizzie is actually the owner of Love and Story Studio. Um, I have been doing photography for about 10 years and got into weddings probably seven or eight years ago. Um, I loved Lizzie's work and followed her. And I actually went and had her and her husband. um, I shadowed them for an evening for a wedding, kind of to see what... um, they did for weddings I wanted to know how I hadn't watched anybody else shoot a wedding or shoot bridles or anything and I wanted to see how somebody else did it so I loved their photos went and followed them um, and then got into it on my own and then of course I had uh, twins about two and a half years ago and they are just a handful no (laughs) okay oh my gosh (laughs) So it was, they were probably about six to eight months old, something like that. And Lizzie um, had posted that they were looking for another associate to join her team. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this would be perfect. I won't have to spend so much time editing my photos constantly. I'll just get to be her associate photographer and go do what you know, my favorite part and get to join her with that. So that's where it took me to love and story. And I've been with her for two years now. Yeah. Really cool. I love it. So that brings us over to you, Lizzie. And I I had the pleasure. They're so cool. I mean, I didn't meet them in person yet. Just letting everyone know. And they (laughs) referred me out. I'm an officiant. I mean, we had love at first sight, so to speak, on Instagram, and um, it's been it's been just a great journey, and they become really good friends. So, Lizzie, you're on now. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Of course. So, um, my journey with photography started um, when I was about 16 years old. Um, my grandparents all passed away within like four months of each other. It was kind of crazy, and um, I realized that I didn't have any of the stories that 
my siblings and cousins had about my grandparents because I wasn't very close to them. I'm the youngest of the youngest of the youngest grandkids. They have gr- great grandchildren older than me. So um, they were kind of done being grandparents <laughs> the time I came around. And um, I just kind of felt lost. Um, but my grandfather was an avid photographer. And so we had boxes and boxes and albums and albums. I mean, tens of thousands of photos. I'm not even exaggerating. It was bonkers, but he traveled the world and he traveled the world with his family. And I got to know my grandparents through images. And I was going through these albums and learning who my grandfather was as a little boy and who he was as a teenager, who he was as a student. And he overcame a lot. He was raised in a uh, sod dugout, which is a home built in the side of a hill. Um, And he overcame the chains of poverty and worked really hard. And and just seeing his accomplishments and um, him getting married and starting a family and watching that family grow, I felt this intense power of photography. And I realized how powerful it was that I felt the emotion of the people in the photographs that were 50 plus years old. And it was at that moment when I felt like I wanted to hold that power so that other people could have images that when they looked at them, they could feel that same power. Um, So I started actually in high school taking photos with just... um, one minute with, um, a sod, um, with a disappoint and shoot camera. Um, my friends wanted me to take their senior photos for, you know, 20 bucks. And I thought that was super cool. I actually used my best friend's point and shoot camera that she just got from Costco. That was 14 megapixels. Like I didn't even have my own camera. She was so nice. Just letting me borrow her camera every weekend. Um, but it started to become a way for me to pay for my way through college. And, um, I graduated with a degree in special education, but realized that my real passion was weddings and my real passion was photography. And we are much more emotional shooters than we are post, um, because of the fact that I want there to be raw emotion in every single image. I want that when our couples leave this earth and they leave their, their wedding albums, that their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren and their children look at these images and they are overcome with emotion. I love that. Um, that they can feel the feelings, they can feel the love um, of these um, ancestors. And, and that's really our big passion. That's our big move is just the emotion that our images can portray to just somebody connected, somebody disconnected to the, to the couple. Aww. I, I knew photos. why I was attracted to you. Oh my gosh. No. So heartwarming. Oh, oh my God. Wow. It's so refreshing. I mean, you know, that's a long, uh, you know, I remember when I first started out, everything was very posy and very, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, very non-emotional. It's that very, yeah. so that's, that's amazing. I love this. Okay. Absolutely. So, I had the opportunity to work with them um, for a brief moment in the mountains over in the Grand Teton. So I would like you both to kind of, I don't know, share your experience about just shooting in the mountains. 
and you're just everything. Well, because I know I'll just go first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you have been to um, Jackson Hole and Grand Teton National Park, you will know that the mountains are absolutely captivating. And I believe that there is like this spirit of heritage in the mountains. Um, And the, the area is brutal. It is known for being brutal, but also beautiful at the same time. The winters wiped out trappers for decades (laughs) because they're so ruthless. And the springs and summers are incredibly beautiful. And um, just... um, like it's not too cold it's not too hot they're just they're just perfect well the Um, mountains mountains change during i mean the course of the day i mean people don't think that oh well i you know everybody gets their picture taken in front of you know whatever mountain but it can look different from minute to minute day to day a hundred percent and that's the one mistake people make oh that's the one mistake people make (laughs) huh so what so what is you know like the best time to i guess i mean does it just depend on what the couple's looking for it depends where in the park you are okay um how close you are to the mountains um sadie's actually probably more of like the lighting master between the two of us um she hates when i call her that but she literally is the lighting master and that is the title i will always give her oh my gosh Um, master of lights yes because (laughs) even if a couple books like the worst time possible she uses her off-camera flash and her lighting skills to create a picture that is still absolutely breathtaking. Hmm. Um, typically, typically we like to shoot an hour before sunset. Okay. But depending on where you are at the park, we might want to start at 3 PM or 2 PM. Um, and there's only six specified locations for couples to get married at within the park for permits. Um, and all of those different locations kind of require different times. Um, for for the best even lighting with vibrant colors um, and without the sun beaming into their faces. Now, in in the park down there, is there a um, like a cap? Like up in Glacier, you if you're getting married in the park, you could only have like up to ten or twelve people, and that's it. Yeah. So each um, ceremony location site has a oh, limit okay. for how many. So. For bigger weddings of um, 30 or 25 plus, you're looking at Mormon Row um, or um, Coulter Bay. Um, But if you're going to have like less than like 25 people on average, um, it opens up a lot more um, to where you can get married. If you are going to have less than um, 12 people, including your photographer, um, you can have a dispersed wedding which means you are able to get married anywhere in the park. Oh, which is really cool. Okay. Um, But it has like there, there was a big struggle with the park earlier this year with um, where we could have ceremonies at and the numbers and photographers were not going to back down lightly. Mm -hmm. Um, It 
And, um, that was one of the big things was that they weren't going to let photographers shoot dispersed weddings. Um, if a couple wanted to hike up to a lake or a mountain or or something like that, um, that they weren't going to let a photographer be there. Um, but we, um, were able to get that kind of worked out. And so now if you really want a true elopement, you can pretty much go to most of places in the park. There's a list of places you can't go, but it's very, it's short. Mm. Um, but that's kind of where we come in because we're the experts on that. Right. Um, you know, we can, we can tell you or tell us what vision you have for it. And we can give you a list of places where you, that would work for you and your group. Okay. So I'm just going to like, I'm going to be this person because I am, you know, there's a lot of photographers that, you know, Montana and this area have become very popular because of certain TV shows and, and just in general, you know, they all are looking to shoot here. You know, they all want to come in and people, you know, want to bring their own photographers. And I always tell them, but, you know, the photographers that live around here, they know the spots, they know the rules, they know not to stand in the middle of the road. And, you know, there's just like, there's little nuances that an outside photographer isn't going to to know. So what, what is your take on that? And what are some of the things that you can, you know, you can provide to them being a local photographer? Um, I think for both Sadie and I, it just comes down to our expertise and experience and knowing where the lighting is going to be when, mm-hmm. um, because like I said, for, I think a standard for most photographers, an hour before sunset for that golden hour, but that changes depending on where you are. Um, also because Jackson hole weather changes with just a moment's <laughs> notice, um, you know, um, knowing how to edit, to bring out the Tetons is a learning curve. Okay. Huge learning curve, okay. especially if it's cloudy, especially if they're, if it's rainy, um, and really bright. So like pretty much any situation, because the sun, the way that the sun comes up is that it's beaming onto the Tetons. Uh-huh. So if you're there too early and the sun's a little too high, just a little too high, you can't really see the mountains at all. Like uh-huh. they're glaring. You can't see them. You have to wait till that sun goes below that peak or to get up earlier in the morning. Um, I also think the reason why you hire a local photographer is that we have rapport with local vendors Mm -hmm. and we know who to hire. We know who not to hire. Um, (laughs) You know, we, we, Sadie and I have both been doing this over 10 years. We've shot over 300 weddings by now. I know who I can trust, Mm -hmm. who's going to show up and who's going to go beyond the expectation because we want all of our couples to have a more than exceptional day. And Patricia is a great example of that because the wedding we shot with her (laughs) (laughs) was really behind time, (laughs) really behind time. Patricia probably sat in a parking lot for close to like three hours um, waiting for us because it was about three hours late. Um, But um, I knew that we could depend on her. And for some random luck of God. Like she had reception and was able to text me. I have no reception at that location. So I was so worried that she was going to think that she missed it or something like that. But, you know, being who she is and with the background that she has, and she just stuck around for us. And even though the bride was a little flustered, she was really reassuring. Um, 
the bride and groom forgot their wedding license for her to sign. And she was more than accommodating and helping them get that done the next day so that the wedding day wasn't stressful. And I think that just is what happens when you hire somebody local that has that yeah. rapport with local vendors. We're all on the same team. We all have the same vision mm-hmm. um, and we're all working together to give a more than exceptional experience for our couples. Yes. Thank you. Oh my gosh. It was a fabulous day. And I, I got to go. Wendy. To yes. Wendy, Wendy, my hat blew off all nine yards, but um, I have a new hat now. And thanks to Erica, I have a new hat. <laughs> um, but I did, I, I was able to meet them for drinks the next day and was just amazing. I, I have friends, you know, now I yeah. can start Yay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So fun. And now you all have a contact in Montana. Yeah. 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 See? <laughs> well, and I think was something that like um, differentiates couples that get married in the mountains is that they tend to be more laid back and yeah. more um, wanting just the experience. They're kind of breaking the tradition. They might be going against what their parents or family want. You know, they're, they want just the experience to be about them. And that's what like this wedding that we did with Patricia, like they were a couple that they really just wanted family Mm -hmm. to be there and to experience it with them. And they were a phenomenal couple. And like Patricia said, I feel like I can go to Arkansas. I have a place to stay. They'll take me out on activities. Um, I, we called them all aunt, you know, whatever, you know, aunt Linda and uncle Bob, you know, like, like you, um, you just get really close. Um, and I feel like the biggest, um, review that I get when talking to my couples that get married in the mountains is that they say, you know, um, I hired a photographer, but I gained a friend. Uh-huh. And I feel like the couples that get married in mountains are just these very genuine people that want to make connection and they don't tend to be um, the coin term that I kind of hate, but bridezillas mm-hmm. um, that they, they want the experience and they, and they go with the flow, whatever life throws at them, even if their wedding's three hours late um, <laughs> and there's a ranger right there yeah, um, watching yeah. them get married um, that they are just go with the flow and willing to take what what the day throws at them. Yes. And I, you know, and I have to really say that both of you make that experience just extraordinary. I have worked with other photographers that are photographers. Yes. And they take beautiful pictures, but that personal touch is missing. So kudos to both of you. You know, I will always work with both of you. I will always recommend you. Oh my gosh. You know, it's a lifelong uh, friendship. And, um, you know, Eric and I found some cool people to put in our circle. Oh, thank you. For sure. For sure. And like, it is kind of amazing, you know, um, hiring on an associate, you kind of worry if they're going to have the same vision, work ethic and stuff as you. But like, I got to tell you, I'm always blown away when I follow up with clients. I'm like getting emotional of like how amazing Sadie is to work with. Um, I have couples that talk to me and they're like, she stayed beyond what she was supposed to because we were behind time and she didn't, you know, she just did it out of the goodness of her heart or she let me use some of her own stuff because we didn't have it or, um, how much she went above and beyond and, and being their advocate, um, 
like Sadie is an amazing person that really connects with her clients and wants them to have the best day ever. And she's had brides that it's pouring on their wedding day and they're not getting the wedding day that they wanted. And instead of trying to be like, well, this is okay. She goes to them and says, this sucks. And I'm really sorry that you're not having the wedding that you want. And having brides come back to me and tell me how they felt validated by Sadie and they felt comfortable with Sadie and, and how, um, just how they felt like they had this, this advocate and friend in their back pocket the whole day. Um, it was just so nice as a business owner to know that your associate not only has the same vision, but she goes above and beyond of what is even expected of her. So. Oh, I'm sobbing. Personally, what I like to do, I want them to like have this great grand experience. I want them to, yeah, I'm not just their photographer. Like right. I'm going to be their friend. I'm going to be their hype girl for the day. I am going to fix their dress, their hair. They're like, they're always like, like shocked when I go to fix their dress. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's my job. You know, like, what are you? <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, there are some photographers that I've worked with that they are, they, they are very, um, they keep a distance. You know, they don't touch certain things. They are here to specifically take the pictures and leave. And that's it. And I, you know, I just think it's so important to have that connection with. Oh, no. Like, if if I have to reach into their dress and adjust stuff, right. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I like had a pocket knife cutting a bride's dress right before a ceremony. (laughs) I've, I've hemmed dresses five minutes before they walk down the aisle. Like, no wedding goes off without a little, a little you, drama. Well, and you, you have to kind of have some kind of trust relationship, mm-hmm. especially when you're underneath a bride's dress for, yeah. you know, yeah. some amount of yeah. time. And and I think we've all, you know, been under a dress or two, which, <laughs> you know, so what, know. what's the, what, I want, I want to hear a story. I want oh, to boy. hear like the craziest I know because you know I love stories I want to hear like the craziest thing that you had to deal with um so do you have something off the top of your head did you need a moment to think always (laughs) always um so I guess with something that I had to fix um we had a bride that had this beautiful kind of stretchy satin material and she was sewn in oh, to the dress for the oh. perfect fit. This bride had a, an amazing figure um, and <sighs> nobody told her she was so tiny, mm-hmm. but she was wearing underwear that left like a line. Yeah. So like there was like a bump above the underwear band and then under. Oh, and like, nobody was going to tell her, I guess. And then I walked in and I was like, oh no, 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 we're not doing that. But she was sewn in. Remember? Yeah. And the dress was tight fitting down to the knees. So I had the smallest hands. (laughs) So I took off my rings and I shimmied my fingers all the way up to her dress and took her underwear off of her and I thought we are officially cousins on this podcast. 
Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's definitely an intimate relationship at that point. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that was probably actually one of the first things that I did. Um, and then, um, I mean, gosh, I can't tell you how many sticky bras I've put on brides, um, adjusted things for them. Yeah. But the fact Um, that you're taking the time, because there's so many, so many times where you see a picture and, you know, one, it's like the train, it's not perfect. And there's that one little yeah. part of it that's like blubbed up and that's all you see in the picture. And, and other people might not see it, but it's like, you know, we're like, oh my God. And, you know, there's cleavage. Cleavage, cleavage. is a big one. Yeah. <laughs> cleavage is a big one. If your cleavage is off, I'm going to. Right. Cause you don't want in like, front of you. Yeah. And tell you what to do. Exactly. <laughs> to like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Sadie, what, what, what stories do you have of, of craziness in your world? Oh, well, I can tell you what this year has been, been one. <laughs> I, <laughs> for some reason, I just have the worst luck and I not with couples with n- weather, with weather. weather, the weather hates me. Um, there has been like insane wind or downpour, like oh. downpour with almost all of my weddings this year. Oh my God. Um, but we made it work. Like we, we made it work. We worked around the weather. We stood out, you know, as it started pouring rain 30 minutes before the wedding, we, I went in and talked with the couple and said, okay, this is what we can do. If not, this is what we can you know, move. This is what we're, we're going to make it work. Like, let's just wait it out for a few minutes. And, uh, luckily, you know, right as ceremony supposed to be starting, we, um, were able to have the sunshine come out and everybody ran out with towels, wiped down chairs, um, that sort of thing. One of them, you know, started downpouring in the middle of their ceremony, um, which was, it, it was a bummer because we didn't get to go take the photos at the top of Grand Targiski Hill Resort like we wanted to, to have those beautiful Grand Tetons in the background. But um, later towards the end of the night, I was able to take them down the hill and find an opening. There was a spot that they could get those images in the background. And um, one, I just had up at Pebble Ski Hill uh, in Income or Pocatello down there. And uh, same thing, it started pouring. My bride was in tears crying. I'm like, don't worry, we're gonna work this out. It's all gonna be okay. Like just take some deep breaths and and don't try not to stress about how how the day's going. You just have fun down here with your bridesmaids. Keep, keep the day going and we will work it out. And it's... It's all worked out. Everything's I, turned out absolutely stunning and beautiful. I feel like we need to have a whole nother, uh, like, of uh, uh, episode, episode on weather, <laughs> on mountain weather. Oh, yes. 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 Because it changes so fast. It's minute, just, and you have it, to be prepared for it. Yeah. Like when we first started shooting there, we weren't prepared for it. Yeah. You know, being prepared for it only comes through trial and error. Yes. Truly, no amount of education can prepare you for it. You have to go through it in order to know. I think that's the hardest thing with, you know, what a lot of the vendors do. It's it's you can't just read a book or listen to a podcast or, you know, to to experience. You have to like 
you have to full out experience the, the torrential downpours and the monsoons and the tents falling and, you know, all the, all the fun things that happen. Yeah. And going on to Sadie's wedding that she was talking about where they weren't able to go on the lift and all the stuff that the bride really wanted to do, knowing what I know of that wedding, because of course I wasn't there, mm-hmm. but it took also the, the vendors working together to make sure that everything went to plan because the ceremony did start late, mm-hmm. you know, they were running out of time, um, of when they had to be out of when stuff started. Um, and like, shout out to wildfire entertainment. Chris Davis is a DJ. He is freaking phenomenal. The Beyond. best DJ we have ever worked with. He won best DJ in Idaho. Like I'm not even like, this guy's amazing. And he will take those situations and he is so reassuring with the brides, mm-hmm. um, and the couples and, um, even the moms, you know, that are freaking yeah. out. Yeah. And, and, it, and he's like, this is going to work perfectly. It's going to be okay. And then like, and I'm like, I will not let your wedding be a failure. Right. I won't. Right. I will not let that happen. I'm capturing the memories. They're only going to be happy and funny. So um, just leave it in our hands and we'll work it out. And um, so really working with the vendors when there's a big shift too is is a big, big aspect of making sure the wedding day goes off without a hitch. So what do you, I got to ask because I'm, um, you know, when you have a planner, because there are planners that are so strict with their timelines that mm-hmm. this is this is how it's going to happen. Or you might have a couple that, you know, no, we have to do this first and then we have to do this, you know, because weather changes and because light changes and say this might be your your kind of thing, you know, when. The clouds come in and you're, you're having your light changes when like an hour or two before you're supposed to do certain pictures, you know, how, how, what do you do? How do you, how do you navigate through that? You just do it. I don't know. You do. You (laughs) just do it. You find another spot. So like, I mean, so if you've got, if you've got like, say like now, because the, you know, the sun sets a little later. And they're having a five o'clock ceremony and the light's going to change and they're going to not be able to do pictures really later. Um, If they're planning something like that ahead of time, I Mm -hmm. legit will just tell them that's not possible. Okay. And then I'll say, you know, in my professional opinion, this is how I would do stuff. Maybe we'll do photos before the ceremony, do a reveal the dress. Yeah. um, So you guys can still have that intimate moment. Um, but I think, I mean, really uh, most people are not like getting married every weekend, right? We're shooting weddings every weekend. Right. So like, I think when people hire us, they're not only hiring us, but they're hiring our knowledge and our expertise and really like, like the, the scars and the battle wounds that we have accumulated (laughs) through years and years of, of, of weddings with, with that change. And like you said, when the clouds shift and the lighting shifts, that's something that you just have to know. Like I seriously could not look at the sky and know what's happening. I can feel it. Right. I can feel the sun. I can feel yeah. the clouds. It's like this weird. I also say like my secondary job is like a sun reader. Like <laughs> I, <laughs> I can just feel it. Yeah. Um, and um, just being able to swiftly accommodate for those 
those changes um, in production and post-production even, you know, with editing yeah. um, to make everything look cohesive and um, similar. Um, right. That just, that just comes with that. But I think um, even with this wedding we did with Patricia, I mean, it was five hours late, uh, three hours late. Mm-hmm. Um, they really wanted to get photos at sunset at Schaubacher's Landing, which is a big area in the park for photos. Um and so we just made the adjustments needed the day of, and they trust us. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure to have. That's a lot of pressure to have. <laughs> right. Uh, but, yeah. I'm really, I'm really glad that you brought that up about, you know, the, the, um, the clients are buying, you know, they're, they're buying our knowledge, they're buying our expertise because, you know, we get a lot of people that are like, oh, well, I'm just going to have aunt so-and-so or my uncle, you know, he just bought a new camera. So he's going to take pictures. And I think, especially in the mountains and outside, that's just not, that's just not a good idea. I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to end well, you, you know, I mean, pictures are forever. I mean, this is what's capturing, you know, Lizzie, like you said, I mean, the emotion and your soul and, and, you know, generations, do you really want to mess with that? No, for sure. When you're spending all this money, right. Make it worth it. Exactly. I know. And when, can... oh, go ahead. Oh, um, when you were talking about wedding planners, if they're super strict, I also feel like wedding planners like that just don't like me. So. <laughs> They almost <laughs> really. Oh my gosh! What's that to like? Oh my goodness! You have to go with the flow when you're yeah. when you're a wedding photographer, and things are constantly changing, especially in the mountains. And you just can't be strict. You have to be on your tiptoes and ready to change at a moment's notice. And I think that most of our brides and grooms that we've had are so trusting of us yeah and they're so they're like okay whatever you say what whatever wherever we need to go whatever we need to do we know that you'll get us a good a good photo we're bummed we didn't get to get this exact photo we had in mind or something but we know whatever you will get will be awesome yeah so I feel like they're just they're really trusting of us and we are on our on our tiptoes we're ready to go we're ready to change. I think that's a really important point though, about, you know, you have to be able to adjust things at the last minute. And that's a perfect example. I mean, you know, yeah. And I, you know, when I take a look at Erica and I really combined, we have 40 years of experience. So we are, I call us weather, weather ladies. Um, you know, we watch weather girls. Yeah. Weather girls. There we go. And, um, you know, we watch the sky and we, we actually yank you and go, look at the sunset. Oh my God. I, go. You know, I feel bad because sometimes, you know, and, and, you know, if we ever work together and I tell all my photographers, I'm like, if I start, just tell me to shut up and go away. Um, yeah. Cause I'll see something. And to me, it's like, oh my gosh, look at this. And the photographer's like, yeah, I, I know it's, I've been watching it. Like they totally, <laughs> like you all know exactly you know, you read the clouds, you read the sun, you read just everything, uh, the wind. I mean, there's like all these factors that I don't think people take into consideration. And, you know, when you're doing a wedding, you know, on the plains, 
you know, the weather's a lot different than it is up in the mountains. So you really need to take into consideration all that stuff. And yeah, you know, like you all said, it's, it's years of just trial and error and bad decisions. And just, well, and I feel like it, trust between vendors is big. Absolutely. Yep. You know, um, so if somebody was like, um, Hey, I like if Patricia came to me, she's like, Hey, look at that sunset. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't be like, Oh my gosh. Like, I know there's a sunset. Like, like, I, I oh, good. I because I've had, I've had photographers where I know they look at me like, duh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> unless I was shooting at it and she came up and told me, I'd be like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I'm getting right now. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, like I had a planner that, um, like had an earpiece, um, for me and she was telling me where to go during a ceremony. And I just oh took God. it out. Yeah. Yeah. And like put it on the table. Cause I was like, perfect. Um, I can't do this. So, um, no. like you're getting in my head. Yeah. Like, couples hire me to be creative and right. And I have to have that creative freedom. Yep. And I think wedding planners, um, because I think Sadie and I both wish that more of our couples hired a wedding planner because they're <laughs> like if they hired a wedding planner they want to be so stressed so yeah, yeah they would um, be. i mean you know i think eric and i work around the sunset i mean that was one of the first things we put on our timeline. oh yeah so whatever's happening doesn't matter the sun is gonna set so right. we stop we just kind of go okay we're supposed to be doing this you know nope nope we're gonna roll you outside here yeah. I mean, I, I tell my photographers, I'm like, look, you know, when I do the timeline, I send it over to some photographers to look at because, you know, they, ha- you guys have a totally different outlook than I do on things. And, you know, sometimes the flow meshes perfectly. And other times, you know, it's like, Hey, can we move this this way? You know, but um, to me, the pictures are one of the most important things. So I'm just going to, you know, let the photographers take the lead and we'll just fill in the, the weddings. You know, we need both, both of the couple, the individuals in the couple to have the wedding. So it's not like we're not going to, like nobody's going to miss anything. Yeah, so. for sure. And having that direct communication. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm a very bold person. Like I think people <laughs> even listening to the podcast can probably gather that I'm a really bold person um, and like, I'm not necessarily afraid to go up to a planner or a DJ or something and say, Hey, can we, can right. we switch this around? Can right. I have five more minutes for this? And then take that time out of this, right. um, all about that, that communication. And I feel like that's something that really sets, um, photographers apart Yes, absolutely. Um, is, is how to have that communication. Cause I think if things are stressful, um, you know, knowing that like nothing, anybody's saying is trying to be offensive. Nothing. Anybody's saying is, right. is trying to be demeaning. We're all trying to get stuff done as soon as possible mm-hmm. for this couple. Um, you know, just kind of like personal feelings kind of go out the window right. because w- this is our focus. Right. Um, so if a planner comes to me and say, Hey, we can't do this anymore, unless it's the bride's dire wish, you know, to, right. to get these photos. I'm going to go, I'm going to go along with that and trust whatever it is that she has. And, you know, I've had some great wedding planners that we've worked with that, that there, there is that trust where, and she knows that if I say, no, this is what the bride wants. Right. That I'm not saying that I don't trust her expertise. Right. But my, my client is the bride. 
Yes. And this is what she has communicated to me. Or I shouldn't say just bride. Grooms. Right, whoever, right, right. No. Whoever it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep catching myself. I shouldn't say just bride. No. The couple. No, whoever the client is that, um, yeah. you know, that they are my number one priority. Yeah. Um, and the planner might not know that. They might not know that getting the, the weddings with their, you know, socks showing at this location is what they really want because it's you know, so mundane but the but the planner should know that because <laughs> you know they they work with the couple they know what the couple wants they know their personality they should have talked to the photographer and had that conversation with the photographer beforehand to say okay here's how i work you know if they haven't worked together before and you know here's kind of you know my expectations and where i'm coming from so that everybody does work together. Um, yeah. you know, Amen. you know, yes, there are, there are some, um, you know, I think all vendors have their preferred vendor list and that's because we know that we work very well together because yes. we have the same goals in mind and we have that respect for each other and we trust each other. So, you know, I think that that's, when, when the couple, you know, they need to trust that when I say, Hey, yeah, don't, I wouldn't hire that, you know, that they're not on my list. <laughs> and there's, yeah. and I think you, you do the same thing. Yeah. Especially with videographers yeah. and relationship yeah. photographers. Oh. I think that's the biggest yeah. vendor relationship that needs to be solid. Yes. I mean, I've worked with new people all the time when I'm shooting in other States, you know, where I don't necessarily have a relation with a videographer and and based in Utah, you know, um, like I just, like I just did a wedding. Um, but being able to, um, like we have a videographer, Tennyson Stanley that we work with all the time and he, um, we just can read each other. Mm -hmm. You know, we've worked with each other enough that we, when he's backing up, we're backing up and there's this weird, like silent like communication with our hands that we do during ceremonies. Um, because that really makes a huge difference on how the timeline goes. Yeah. Cause I've had videographers that take up way too much time during photos and puts everything behind. Mm-hmm. So being able to work in unison at the same time is so important. And I really wish couples would take that recommendation of our preferred vendors seriously especially totally. for videographers yeah 100 i mean it's we're, just... we're gonna do a whole episode on that oh good yeah. <laughs> oh good all right good for know, really yes yes i know really so i have a quick question so for for both of you i mean you know we'll start with you lizzie so what is one of uh one thing listeners need to know uh about working with you um that even if your fiance hates photos, he's going to love me and he's going to leave saying that was a lot funner than I thought it was going to be. I'm slightly inappropriate, (laughs) but really funny. Um, And I know that not everybody feels comfortable in front of the camera, but that's my job. And by the end, you're going to be feeling beautiful. You're going to be feeling yourself and you're going to know that, um, when you look back at the photos, you're going to feel those same emotions that you felt when you were having your ceremony or your bridals or engagements or whatever it might be that you're going to feel those 
emotions that you were feeling back then. Very cool. Yes. Say, do you have anything to add? Just like what Lizzie said, I mean, and everything else I've kind of said and add in there, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm there for you the whole day. Like I want you to rely on me for like, I will, you want me to go yell at somebody? I'll go yell at somebody. You want me to go change the song from what the DJ's playing? Like, I will go tell him like, I'm, I just, I've got your back all day. And that's what, just like she said, everything. It's so nice to have um, vendors that we all trust each other and can all work really well together. And then you don't really have to deal with those things, but I've got your back and I'm there and I'm more than just your photographer. Like, I'm your friend. I'm going to fix your dress. I'm going to fix your hair. I'm going to tell you what I think would be best for the day or the timeline or whatever. People also say with Sadie that they laughed like the whole night. Like people I can see are that. Like, I can totally so see that. Why? Like this <laughs> is the funny and appropriate one. So he's <laughs> pretty innocent. I love um, it. And I would say for both of us, the one part was missing is that your mom, your moms are going to love us. Oh, good. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. That's beautiful. We like moms, that. moms love us. <laughs> I love that's it. We're hiring you for all our weddings because we want our moms in that. That yes, we we have a whole mom episode. Okay, well, moms are so important, and I don't think people understand that. Yeah. You know, I just got done actually a couple of days ago with a consultation with a bride who was concerned about her mom actually enjoying the day Mm -hmm. and setting back um, and um, how her mom didn't want to be in photos because she wasn't comfortable with the way that she looked Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And like, I can stand up and say like, your mom will love us. Like, like, cause we understand what an important part a mother plays on a wedding day. And we want that those moments to be captured and we will facilitate that however we need to. If that's that we literally drag mom into the room and say, put your hands on her dress, like you're buttoning it up and, you know, like, um, and making her feel comfortable. Some people feel more comfortable if you literally place their hands where they need to be, move their shoulders where they need to be. If we need to manually move them so that they feel amazing then that's what we're going to do. And I think most moms love us because they see how dedicated we are to their sons or daughters. And then this big moment um, where they might not be able to help. So moms are crazy, crazy important. Very cool. This has been absolutely amazing. And I am just, you know, I haven't met either of you until today. And I just love you too. And I hope that we get to work together. So um, are there, are there any other closing comments that you'd like to make? And I would love to have, I mean, we would love to have you back. You know, oh, we a little bit more, come back. Yes, a little more in depth onto some stuff. So I know. And so we actually have show notes. So don't forget to uh, let our listeners know how to reach you so yes. they can book you. Yes. So how do, how do, how do um, people get in touch with you? Um, our website is www.loveandstorystudio.com. Um, and we are on the gram and we are on Facebook. Um, and yeah, I mean, 
people text me all the time. So <laughs> my, I have my own personal phone number on there for a reason. Yeah. You know, I don't have a business phone. It's my phone. Yep. Um, if you are having a panic attack at two o'clock in the morning, cause you don't know how stuff is going to go down. Like I'm, I'm there for you. I'm there. I yeah. Um, because the last thing we want is for brides to feel alone in yes. brides and grooms alone in, um, and getting everything together. That's the last thing we want. Cause that's a really heavy, heavy thing. We could plan a wedding in a day, but you know, yep. Yeah. So like, and I think we all feel that way. You know, I have yeah. a day to plan a wedding. I can do it. Cause yeah. I know the people, I know right. the vendors. Right. Um, and yeah, I think that, um, photography is the one thing that people regret not doing right on their wedding day. True. Um, and I can't tell you how many brides I have had on the phone crying to me because they decided to go with somebody else and they didn't like the photos. They don't feel good about the photos. Um, and they wish that they could take back time and they're coming to us in hopes that we could do a bridal session or something like that to get them photos. Um, but nothing can take you back to that day. Nothing can take you back to those moments. Um, that's a once in a lifetime opportunity and to not skimp on the photography, make sure that you connect with the photographer and that the photographer provides you, um, full wedding galleries of a real wedding and a real situation. Um, because it's important to know what the photographer can do given any situation. Very good. Yeah. I, that's amazing. Sadie, any other, any last, last words of wisdom to, to everyone? Just like Lizzie said, and add on lighting when you're, when somebody's looking for a photographer, make sure you have gone through their full gallery, make sure that they can shoot well in all different lighting. If you're inside of a barn, if you're out in the mountains, if it's dark and cloudy, if it's bright and sunny, um, some people have very different, um, forms of photography, their editing styles. Um, and some of those, we like to try and keep it as true to color and we like that bright, beautiful color. Um, we don't, we don't want to have it look, um, brown or dingy or anything. We want it to look like it did that day for you. Right. And so just make sure that you're getting what you want. We try to make that a timeless look that you'll have and that will last forever. You're not going to look at it and say, oh, that was totally a 2015 photographer that yeah. <laughs> right. shot in this style. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Well, thank you both so much. And I can't wait to talk more with you. Thanks for having Thanks. us. It was good yeah. to get to oh, know you, you, Erica. Yes. And always great to talk to Patricia. And um, we're oh, super excited for this new adventure of yours to <laughs> sweep the West. And yes, yeah, I we know. hope to be following along with you. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks. Um, you want to, like Patricia said, <laughs> go notes, please. I think everybody knows I'm just crazy at this point. Um, I can't talk. Um, I know. So, you, so where are we, Erica? We can find us where? <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> podcasts, anywhere you download podcasts, uh, our website, uh, wedding, mountainweddingtalk.com, Instagram, ever, all the things. We're on all yeah, the things. Apple, Apple, yeah, we're all over the place. Yeah. So if you can't find us, just Google us. 
Um, all right. Thank you so much. And Patricia, go do your whole crazy planner thing. I know, really. So, so we want to thank our guests again, Lizzie and Sadie in the house. Love <laughs> the story. Love you. And we can't wait to see you again. Um, two crazy planners. We'll see you next Wednesday. You've right. been listening to Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.